Ron Ziegler, Mental Health Hour in the afternoon. Good afternoon, everyone. From Pembroke Pines, Florida. I'm with my beautiful wife, Brenda, today in our home, and she is out doing errands. And I gave her some money to pay off to get our tires fixed on the car. 285 bucks later, bastards. And the reality is I'm dying a slow death. As I spoke to my doctor, uh, my f- main physician, uh, head physician of my of memorial, and he basically told me it's just a matter of time before I, I leave this earth. And he wanted to make sure that I had everything in order before I leave. And um, he asked if I had a pastor and if I had a bereavement group for my wife and everything else. And I said, yes, I do. And it's just a matter of time, Mr. Ziegler. I said, why is it taking so long for me to cross over into the afterlife? And he says, maybe you have something to do before you leave this earth. Maybe you can make amends to your family and to your friends and people that are around you that you need to correct and make uh, errors and correct them. And I told him, I said, I'm doing what I can, but only certain people I can talk to about that. The others I can't deal with, and I just don't don't want to deal with them. And he understood. And uh, he told me, he said, no worries. You're going to go through this. It's going to be painful. Towards the end, I'm going to be in a lot of excruciating pain. Uh, I'll probably have a stroke as a result of the muscle spasm causing my heart to stop, and that'll be the end of me. And my wife broke down in tears in front of the doctor today and cried her eyes out. And the nurses came running in to help her and, and said that they'll work with her in case I do cross over into the afterlife eventually. I know I'm coming to an, to an end soon. Especially when I'm bleeding like a fish out of my colon. Like a woman on a period. <laughs> and it's not a very pretty sight either. And Plus I smell like death every time I go to the bathroom. And as far as dialysis, uh, dialysis is concerned, I can do no more dialysis. My organs are all completely gone, almost. Uh, They've been eradicated due to the toxins. And uh, the doctors told me if I would have gone back a month ago, I would have been fine. But it's too late now. And uh, the reality is I'm dying in my own flesh. And uh, it was because of poor choices that I've made in life. But I'm okay. My wife will be fine. She, uh, she's got a friend that's coming down to help her, and my friend Natalie, beautiful friend, is going to help Brenda with, with the finances and help her out and get her situated. Maybe go back up and live in St. Augustine, Florida, somewhere up in there, away from all this Broward County crap, and get, get out of Broward County. I said, get the hell out of Broward County. It's, it's a cesspool. And, uh... You don't have to deal with crazy people that are are human crazy glue. And you don't have to have no contact with anybody you don't want to. And I go, who are you going to keep in contact with? She goes, 
I'm going to keep in contact with, with Mark and Dr. Steve and, and a few other of your friends. I said, thank you, and please do, because you have real friends here, Brenda. The, the ones that have been at my side all my life have been your friends. And Lori and my friend Lori will be your, there for you, and, and Tammy and Tyra and Missy will be there for you. And all my beautiful girlfriends will be there for you. All the girls that I loved before. <laughs> all beautiful ladies. All, uh, I loved them in different ways. Not physical, but I loved them all in different ways. And that's the reality of my love for them. Could have, should have, and would have. But I met Brenda and fell in love with Brenda. And said, you're going to be mine whether you like it or not. She had no ultimatum. So she ended up marrying somebody that's like Dexter Dexter from the TV series Dexter. Dexter .20 Manson. <laughs> me. Ziggler. And um, she married me because she loved me. She married me because she wanted to have a husband. And she married me because we love each other. And that little woman loves me more than gold. She could have threw me out a long time ago because I've been so mean-spirited to her. I was so mean to her. And uh, in my drunken state, I, when I was drunk, she'd get, she'd get very mad at me and said, you're going to quit. It's either me or the bottle. You have that choice. I go, well, can I keep both? They're both a pain in the ass. <laughs> I mean... And she said, no, one or the other. So I quit drinking. I did have eight years one time, and then I went back out, and I always used to say, well, that's because I met my mother-in-law. Not true. It was because I went out because I was stupid. And um, I, I got six years coming up on March 3rd, and I'm very proud of my, my work that I've done. I got a good sponsor. She's a lady sponsor who's been my sponsor for many years. And we fight, and I feel bad when we fight. And uh, I apologize to her, too, later on, and tell her I'm sorry. And I, 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 I try not to fight with her, because I, I need my sponsor's advice at times, because sometimes it gets so bearable with what I'm dealing with, with this pain inside my chest. It's like about ready to explode when I go through these muscle spasms, and... I don't know when I'm going to die because as a result of this crap inside me. And um, I don't want to leave Brenda at an awkward moment. I want to make sure that she has money and she is taken care of. So the car is completely rebuilt. It just needs a new AC unit, and that's it. And um, eventually she needs to get new brakes, so we'll do that next month. I'll put new brakes in her car. But uh, I want her to be happy and healthy and, and, and to live well. And she will. And uh, she said, I'll miss you, Ronnie. I said, I know. That's why I did these podcasts so you can play these podcasts over and over again. It has my voice on it forever. You can always go back and scroll through and play them. And hear us talk in the background. And that'll give you some serenity. 
and some peace of mind on, on the reality of our, our relationship. And know the reality that I do love you. I told her. I love her more than gold. I would have died a long time ago if she didn't come into my life and say she wanted me to love her. And God, that little woman got a lot of love to give. Her human spirit, every time I hug her, I just melt. And uh, she loves me with no conditions. Now that's 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 uh, grace under fire. She's got a lot of grace. And she's my wife, my blue-eyed angel. And I always tell people every time I, I am with her, I call her my blue-eyed angel. And she used to watch me when I worked at Burger King. She'd come in and sit and watch me work. And I'd do an eight-hour job in four hours. I would clean and work my ass off throughout the night just to get done and sit down and watch a movie with her in the crew room. And the manager came in and said, Who's this? I go, This is Mrs. Sigler. And he said, Hi, how you doing? She goes, I'm, I'm, I hope you don't mind me being in here. She, he said, No. Ron, let me know ahead of time. So she would sit in there and, uh, and uh, talk to him and ask him how I did it, how I became a nighttime porter, how I became a, basically a manager at night, managing the store by myself throughout the whole night, making it clean. And once in a while, I'll cheat and have a Hershey pie and get mark it up. And I said, oh, I had a Hershey pie, but it marked that down. <laughs> and they took it out of my check, too. Trust me, they did. He shortchanged me a few times, but that's okay. I got it all back eventually. So. Well, a couple times I would we'll go in and work from 11 at night to 7 in the morning. And a couple times he had me stay until 2 or 3 in the afternoon. Those were exhausting days. I was exhausted. And uh, I went home and crashed. I'd take apart the broiler, the fryer, the... Fry station, drain the fries, change the oil, clean the fry station, sweep and mop the kitchen area, sweep underneath the everything, hose everything out, scrub the floors, stock the freezer. Oh man, and then I do the lobby, I put up the chairs, sweep and mop the floor. Do the bathroom, bleach the bathrooms with bleach. Take the bleach and spray bleach it. And clean it. And wax it off. Do a wax on, a wax off. <laughs> like the guy did in Karate Kid. Wax on, wax off. Yes, Danielson. But uh, I miss being productive. I miss being productive and working. I, I admire people that work today. At least you have a job and you're and you're productive. Don't quit because you'll feel useless and archaic, and you won't amount to anything in society. You don't want to do that. You don't want to sit home on your ass all day and do nothing. And then you and you become a part of your TV shows, and then you end up becoming the TV shows. And that's scary. <laughs>
And when they start talking back to you, then you got some really bad issues. Then you have to call a psychologist and say, look, this is what's going on. I need some professional help. And he said, okay, Ron, come on in. So I go in and talk to them about my mental health. I'm not ashamed of who I am mentally. I am mentally ill. I suffer from bipolar schizoaffect. I also suffer from being bisexual because I was raped in 1979 to 1983. Yep, I had my teeth knocked out for gay sex. <clears throat> People go, you don't hate gays? I said, nope. Because there was one guy that came in the room and pulled the other assholes off me and beat the shit out of him. And he had clowns all over his body, and they represented, each one of those clowns represented a part of his mental illness. <laughs> and the reason I know that is because he told me what those clowns represent and on his body meant. My friend Ed, Eddie, I have to call up and see how he's doing today. But he's a wonderful friend, and he's my brother. And uh, if it wasn't for him pulling those jerks off me, I would have been long dead long time ago and um, when they make you a sissy they really make you a sissy and you do strange things and uh, the reality is I still have nightmares about those moments where they put a pillow over my face and they try to suffocate me during sex so it's not it's not a pretty sight and my wife freaks out every time I have a nightmare and wake up in a cold sweat and she goes, you're dreaming again. I said, yes, ma'am. And so the reality is it's pain. The pain is there. And and I just can't deal with it at times. But I, I keep asking God, why is he keeping me here? What am I lingering on for? What avenues can I do to cope with the reality of dying? And I just do what I got to do, and I continue to watch TV shows. Shows that inspire me to be a better human being. My favorite is Dexter, the new blood. Thank you, Michael C. Hall, for that dark passenger of mental illness. You are really enlightening my spirit. God bless you for your hard work in that series. I, I wish I could come, come in that show and be a part of that show, be your brother in a mental hospital, draw pictures about you. That would be interesting. <laughs> and then the Joker, and then Walt King, who played the Joker. That was one of my favorite films, where the Joker gets beat up all the time. I know what that's like. I've been beat up a few times on the bus. I know what it's like to be beat up, and then I start laughing. Yeah. And the reality is, my enemies tried to get on my social media the other night, and I blocked them. And you ain't going to come and harass me on my social media. No way. I'll find out who you are and block you real quick. You won't get anywhere. You can go have fun with that, idiots. Trying to infiltrate me on my social media. Go, go with yourselves. My situation is finally over, and it's in my favor. And you can all go fuck yourselves. Point blank fuck off. And leave me the fuck alone. And for the grace of God, there go me, myself, and I. Waiting for my Father in Heaven to come and pick me up. 
I'll die in my own home under hospice care at home. In the reality of my light, there go me, myself, and I. And if my staying alive aggravates the fuck out of you, my enemies, then so be it. By the grace of God, that's my job, is to aggravate the hell out of my enemies until the day I go home. And I'm going to do just that. Just by aggravating them. And I have every right to aggravate them. Because they have tormented me, they have aggravated me, and they have done everything they humanly possibly could to me. So, I'm going to do just the opposite of what they tell me to do. I'm going to live right, stay out of hell, have no spells, and be well. And if that aggravates the fuck out of you, so be it. And uh, I'll be doing just fine before I go home. At least I had somebody next to me that would love me and honor me and give me her heart. And now that's loyalty. That's pure loyalty. And she likes my Ozzy Osbourne music, and she likes my music where I listen to Ozzy, and she'll watch me listen to him. And I like his song, Mama, I'm Coming Home, and then I like the other song, Dreamer, and then I I like uh, Ted Nugent's State of Shock and all that stuff, and, and Dream Scream, and uh, Alice Cooper Poison and Trash, and um, Iron Maiden, The Seventh Sign, and all the other stuff that I like to watch and listen. And uh, I'm a glorified sinner in the aftermath of my mental illness. There go me, myself, and I. I'm Ron Ziegler. I'm dying. And I beat the odds. Can anybody else say they beat the odds like I have? I've had a good life. I had a beautiful wife. 22 beautiful years with my wife. I'm happy. I'm happy with my beautiful wife. She gave me the inspiration to continue to keep going. And I'm doing the best I can under the circumstances of kidney failure. And this fifth month, January is the fifth month. No dialysis. God is good to me, ain't he? And, uh. I got to meet my hero, Brent Spiner, through Kim Roddenberry. And I'd like to meet Terry Farrell next and and John DeLancey next and a few others from Star Trek. And tell them thank you for being my friends and my heroes. I'm a blessed human being. And the reality of my light of mental illness, I could have been in a rubber room with with no doorknob. Uh, well, maybe sometimes I feel I deserve to be in one. But I'm alive and well. And still kicking and fighting. And I'll do that to the day I die, thanks to Chuck Norris's techniques in the Ranger Walker series. Anyway, thank you all for tuning in. Have a blessed day. Uh, my diverse captive audience, thank you very much and be well. Stay well. Stay the hell out of hell, and if you feel suicidal, call 1-800-SUICIDE or call 211 for help for Broward. If you're mentally ill, get some professional help. You're going to need it after you get done with this society that you're living in. Thank you. Bye now.